And we are sorry about that tonight. <laughs> uh, you, Andrea, Andrea, uh, knocked my phone off the holder. So that that original uh, craziness there was Andrea. Uh, so as always, I want to thank you for watching this evening. <laughs> And uh, if you were watching when the phone went crazy, that was all Andrea's fault. <laughs> it was um, mine too. It was mine too. Um, but I am glad tonight to have with me Andrea Gray. <laughs> she is our second daughter, and uh, she's been hanging out with her dad tonight here in her his office, and uh, really wanted to be on the evening devotion and so it's always my privilege to allow my girls to be on here uh, sorry about that donnie i know <laughs> we uh, lost the camera on the floor <laughs> and so uh it's always something with this family so but tonight i want to continue on in this book of judges and i want to explain the story to you tonight and then show you the important passages because it's kind of a long story. As we have been looking, we looked at how this Levite priest went to live with this man and became his uh, spiritual advisor, you might call him, for really just pennies on the dollar is what he went to work for him for. And... What happened is we saw last night that a group of Danites from the nation of Israel sent spies to find a new place to live because their territory couldn't be taken because they had given up. And so they were settling for second best from what God had for them. And so they stopped by and visit this young man and they asked him, Hey, would you pray to the Lord on our behalf? And he says, yes. You need to go right on up the road here. There's a peaceful little village, and you should be able to conquer them. So the five spies go. They check out this land, and they go back home, and they tell the Danite people that we can take these guys. They're weak. They're peaceful. The land's perfect. <laughs> Allowed. And so what happens is they send 600 of their best warriors to go against this peaceful group of people to take their home from them. But on the way, they stop again at this young Levite's house and they go into the house and say, all these artifacts and silver and... um these objects that are false objects to worship God, we're going to take them with us. And tonight I want you to hear what this young man says when that happens. Starting in verse 16, or excuse me, verse 18. When they went into Micah's house and took the carved image, the ephod, the household idols, and the molded image, the priest said to them, what are you doing? This young man stands up and says, whoa, what, what's happening here? You can't just take these things. 
And listen to what they say. And they said to him, Be quiet, put your hand over your mouth, and come with us. Be a father and a priest to us. It is better for you to be a priest to a household of one man, or that you be a priest to a tribe and a family in Israel. So the priest's heart was glad, and he took the ephod, the household idols, and the carved image, and took his place among the people. Then they turned and departed and put the little ones, the livestock, and the goods in front of them. So this priest stands up to these five men and says, you can't take that stuff. What's going on? And they tell him, you be quiet and come work for us. Is it better to serve in one man's house or to be there for all of us? And this young priest, the Bible says, was he was happy. Now, that might not seem like a bad thing, but I want to explain to you that this person was looking right with God on the outside, but their heart had never been changed. And tonight I want you to know that churches are full of people who look like they're right with God, act like they're right with God, but their hearts are not right with God. You see, not only did this man compromise and settle for less than one God wanted him by serving this one man, not only did the Danites settle from what God wanted for them by not taking the promised land, this man sold out by telling them that he was glad to betray his owner steal from him, and come and serve them. You see, friends, you have to be willing to not sell out regardless of the cost. As a pastor, it doesn't matter where I, if I pastor a church of 10, 100, or 1,000. Too many times that's how it works in churches. Pastors are successful in little churches, and so a bigger church opens up and they move up. Then a bigger church opens and they move up. And then a job with the Baptist state opens and then they move up to there. Friends, I want you to know something. That's not how God operates. God wants you to be faithful wherever he calls you. You say, Jake, I wish I had more money. I could be a better servant to God. Whatever God has given you, be faithful with that. Don't sell out your integrity to make more money or to accumulate more things. There are things more important than the number of people who follow you or the amount of money you can make. In the last few nights, we've looked at not settling for things less than what God wants from you. But the greatest way that you cannot settle is be true to what God wants for you. God's will and plan for my life might not be the same as another pastor. God's financial plan for my family might not be the same as another family. And so tonight you might say, Jake, my circumstances are so bad. Things are so tough. God doesn't ask you to change the circumstances. He doesn't ask you to calm the storm. He asks you just to be faithful in the middle of it. Now this priest, he could have been faithful to that one family he was serving. But he wasn't because he was just in it for the money. 
And when someone came along with more money and more prestige, he said, steal from my master. It's not a big deal. And so tonight, I want to challenge you with that. Are you content with where God has you? Are you willing to be faithful where God has you? Are you willing to bloom where you're planted? Or are you always looking for greener pastures? I'll be dishonest at work if it means I get that promotion. I won't be loyal to my friend if it means he's going to drag me down with him. I'm going to trade my spouse in for a newer model because we fought for so many years. No, friends, be faithful. Be faithful. Don't settle for something else. Be content where God has you. You say, Jake, life would be a whole lot easier if things just would change. Friends, change comes. But be ready for that change by being content and faithful where God has you. You see, friends, if you're always trying to accumulate more, you'll never find joy. You'll always be pursuing a bigger boat, a bigger house, a bigger bank account, a, a, a bigger church, a bigger uh, promotion. Be content where you're at. Be thankful for what God has given you. And then when He entrusts you with more, be content. That's why the Bible says, those who want to be great must become the least. Those who want to lead and rule must be willing to serve. Those who want to be first must be last. You be faithful in this season, wherever God has you, and trust when He sees best to shake things up, you'll be ready. As always, may God richly bless you. Andrew, do you have anything you'd like to say to him tonight? No? Andrew, do you care to close us in prayer? Pray for them that God would be with them and bless them and that they'd have a wonderful night. Okay? May God make us hope us that you guys have a good day. Make sure your families are okay. Amen. Amen. Guys, our family loves you and appreciates you watching. Tell them bye, Andrea. Bye.